Today we have a question about testosterone therapy and infidelity. Welcome to the Only You Forever podcast. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you've been looking for. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Verlinda Simone Gendel. Hey everybody, this is Q&A episode number six, and we have a question from a listener about testosterone therapy and sex drive and infidelity. And by this is the time this is coming out, we are going to be most of the way through our summer season. But during this season, we're handling a question every week from one of our email subscribers. If you would like to be part of future opportunities like this, make sure you sign up on our site at onlyyouforever.com. And not only will you get our helpful emails, but you'll also get the opportunity to participate in this way. Mm-hmm. So last week, Linda, we had a question about infidelity and a wife asking after infidelity strikes, how do you trust your husband again? So if you missed that episode, be sure to go back and grab it. Also, make sure you hit that subscribe button in your podcast player so you don't miss any future shows. And Caleb, here's today's question. A woman wrote in and said, what experience do you have with testosterone therapy for men? I believe part of the cause of my husband's infidelity is due to too much testosterone pellets and an excessive need for sex. I do not excuse him for one minute for the devastation he caused. Think if that is going to be an available treatment for a medical condition, some kind of information and counseling should be required as to how you will feel. We are two and a half years past D-Day finding out of multiple hookups just for sex. We've been married for 36 years and they're both in their late 50s. She says, I credit my faith in keeping this all together without telling anyone or counseling. Not a great idea after the fact. He's moved on from the infidelities and I still struggle at times. And then I wrote for clarification and she wrote back and said, I guess I'm trying to understand if testosterone can make you impulsive and have the need to have sex in abundance. I feel you should be in control of yourself, but if you're on the high end of the testosterone scale, 1200, 1500, can it change you? I do know hormones are powerful and make you feel all sorts of things. Thanks so much for your time. What are your thoughts on this? Okay, well, I'm not a medical doctor, but I did look up some things quickly and testosterone therapy can actually be used. And I don't, I don't know what, what are we going to call this, dear lady? Susan. Susan. I don't know what Susan, uh, Susan's husband is getting treatment for, but I, I did learn that it increases your survivability for like kidney transplants oh, and okay. uh, can be uh, very important in treating type 2 diabetes, okay. uh, some stages of it or something like that. Because mm-hmm. my first question was like, well, do you really need to be on, is this guy trying to get buff or like, why is he on yeah. this not- yeah. And and so there are some very real medical conditions and those are just two of them Okay, where like you have to have this or you're going to die right away or sooner or something like that. Okay. Okay. So, uh, again, like a very quick pass on all this, but it also seems like that therapy may be newer in the medical community. And that may okay. answer part of her question about, you know what, like the doctors need to be talking about the side effects more. Yeah. So maybe they're not really grasping that part of it. Cause I don't know how many wives go back to their doctor of their yeah. husband to say, Hey, you know what? Like, thanks for those pellets. There's what happened. Right. Right. Yeah. So this is a, a little bit of a complex question. The other thing that is clear, again, from a quick scan of the research is that testosterone therapy, by all means, does impact your libido. Yes. And on the psychological side, I found some interesting comments that men uh, in Africa, for example, in polygamous marriages, or men in open marriages, or men that are single and consider there to be a lot of opportunity for sex, will have higher testosterone levels. Okay. Okay. 
men in a monogamous committed marriage tend to have a little lower testosterone levels. Hmm. Okay. There's not a lot of clarity on cause and effect or effect. Exactly. There's not a lot of clarity on cause or effect. Okay. Yeah. On which way that all goes. And, and that's not fully understood by the medical or psychological community at this point, as far as I can understand. Okay. Okay. So regardless of what we know and don't know, this has still been very devastating for Susan. Yes. Right? Yes. And, you know, Susan, I hand it to you for your courage and your commitment. Mm-hmm. And I just can't imagine what it's been like going through this all alone, mm-hmm. not telling anybody or counseling and just kind of holding it together. Like, that must be tough. Mm-hmm. And And so, you know, my hat, I take my hat off to you. Now, you said in your question to us, not a great idea after the fact. And I just want to encourage you to think about this because it's not too late to go for counseling. Yes. Get help now. And if you're still struggling with this and you said you still struggle at times, then maybe there's still some healing that you need to do together as a couple to make sense of this and to recover and to move on from this. Mm -hmm. Because you are two and a half years along and it's still impacting you. And I'm not saying it shouldn't. I'm just saying the fact that it hasn't stopped impacting you may be an indicator to you that it's a good idea to consider doing more work mm-hmm. in your recovery from it. Okay. Okay. So I hope I said that compassionately. So to answer your question, it can make you impulsive and increase your libido. Um, I don't buy, does it make you have the need to have sex in abundance? I have never stood in your husband's shoes and been on testosterone therapy but I would hope that my moral values would overcome my libido. Mm-hmm. And so it does have a very powerful impact, a very powerful effect on him. And I'm, I'm probably, and here you can correct me on this for Linda or give me your thoughts, but I'm going to go outside of my, a little bit outside of my usual value system, just based on what I've heard some other therapists recommend too, is like, if this guy is like horny all the time, mm-hmm. would it be okay for him to just go take care of himself once in a while? Like go to the bathroom, masturbate. What do you think? Like normally in marriage, sex is between a couple, right? And it has to be an intimate, connected experience, or it should be. But he has this incredible libido, right? That exists. It's real for him. Yeah. Okay. He wants to stay in, uh, I'm assuming now he wants to stay, I don't know what the word is, fidelious, or he he wants to remain vital. What is the word there? (laughs) I have no idea. He wants to uh, faithful. Okay. He wants to remain okay. faithful to his wife. Yeah. But he's got this incredible drive going on because of the therapy that he has to have or he's going to die. So let's, you know, let's be compassionate to this guy and say, you know, what can they do in their marriage that might be outside of maybe what's normal for other marriages, but helps them to get through this season of life. Would that be reasonable? You're gasping like a fish out of water. <laughs> I just go back. Like you always say, you, you can't necessarily control what comes at you, but you can only control your response. Yeah. So I understand, like I can have compassion for this guy who has a raging libido. Yeah. But the only thing he can control is his response to that. Right. Right. And so... Is it fair though to ask him to do nothing about it? Okay. Well, let's go back to a, you know, a high desire spouse and a low desire spouse. Right. So is it fair? I just think this is in another league from that, though, for Linda. Well, I agree. But that, to so me, guy, that doesn't like, justify. He might want sex five or six times a day. 
like really feel like he could genuinely have sex five or six times a day. Like it's very, this can be very, very extreme experience. Mm -hmm. And you're saying that she should take all that on? No, but just because you feel like having sex doesn't mean you have to have sex. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like that's where I was going with the high desire, low desire spells. Like you respect each other in it. Yes. So let's talk about that for a minute because I thought about it and forgot about it. So I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned it because I think part of what he has to do is really to question his own beliefs about his need to release. Yes. You say that all the time. I do. Our men are socialized to think they need, they need that release. I do. But I, I only am questioning it a little bit because of the extremes here. Because of the testosterone, the testosterone extreme. The testosterone therapy. Now, this is where he has to get really honest with Susan and with himself and say, and this is what I kind of sensed in this question too, just with what she said. It's not a lot of information, but I'm kind of wondering with him if there is a faulty belief together with a testosterone therapy situation. Mm-hmm. And the faulty belief is I need to, I need to, I need to act on on my urges. Thank you. That was much more a gentlemanly <laughs> than the phrase I was thinking of. <laughs> okay. And, you know, does he really need to do that? And that's a question that we can't answer. Oh, because I was about to answer it. <clears throat> <laughs> my wife doesn't think you need to do it. Like, I don't think that you need to go outside the bounds of your marriage. No. Like, you shouldn't have to. No. So. And so maybe inside her marriage it might look a whole lot different than most people in their late fifties. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, the one question I do have is, can we adjust that, those therapy levels a little bit too, to bring things down? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like Susan, we don't have any hard answers for you on this, but I hope that in you, as you listen to our struggles from two people that aren't experiencing this, trying to sort out what's fair and reasonable, that you feel somewhat validated in your struggle to make sense of this and how this is going to work in your marriage right now too. Mm-hmm. So that's one part of this. Mm-hmm. And I think all I would say at the end of the day is you might have to be creative with your, your values and what you think is fair to work within those values mm-hmm. so that there can be peace and harmony in your marriage. And, and I would say that the second part is, is just this sense that you still struggle at times mm-hmm. and maybe you feel that there's an ongoing risk still, but it's two and a half years later and I would just really encourage you to reach out again. Okay, but as you've been saying multiple times in podcast, Caleb, yep. she needs to go with her gut. Yes. And so if her gut's telling her something's wrong? Something might be wrong. But I just took her feelings here, Verlinda, not so much as in her gut she thinks something's wrong, as much as she hasn't healed from the from devastation the that okay. this has caused. Okay. And so, Susan, you'll know better than us which of those two your gut is talking to you about. Mm-hmm. And I would say if you feel like the healing is not complete, then it's not. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage you to... Reach out to someone about that. Find a good marriage therapist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Is that okay? This is definitely a harder question. And it pro- yeah. probably because it's a good deal outside the realm of our experience with st- testosterone therapy too. But I hope that something of what we've said today is helpful for you. So mm-hmm. feel free to write us back. Others that are listening, if you've been through this, we have a comment section. You can uh, leave us your thoughts there as well mm-hmm. on the blog post. Or if you get in touch, we can get back in touch with Yeah. Susan. Is that Okay. I guess so. I'm not sure if it's okay. Did you have anything else you wanted to say or add or qualify? Um, I, th- it's not sitting well with me. What isn't? Just this whole fact of, you know, he needs this release. Okay. In my mind, like, yeah, things might be raging, but when it comes, like it, when it comes down to it at the end of the day, yeah, we can only control ourselves 
and our behaviors. Yeah. So what would your challenge for him be? Oh boy. Um, I guess I would question whether, you know, he used the testosterone therapy as an excuse for bad behavior. Right. Or whether like the testosterone took over and he was actually uncontrollable. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have the answer to that. I mean, no. impulsiveness is impulsiveness. Like if you think about OCD. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's where the scriptures talk about being sober, like in self-control. Yeah. I don't know. No, you're, you're right there too. And I actually like the thought crossed my mind for myself. Like if I was in his situation, I might almost rather die young and honorable mm-hmm. than extend my life for a few years. And train wreck. But I mean, that's easy for me to say because I'm sitting here at 37 in perfect health, uh, 39 in perfect health. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's a real tough one. It is. It is. So that's why I'm trying to just be open, not judgmental. Like obviously in doing, yeah, I've already stated what my values are. I don't think people should be acting out. No. Outside the marriage. No. No. Those things still hold and they're required of us. Yeah. Man, that's a tough one. It is. We feel for you, Susan. So if you don't like what we said today or what I said, I'm not sure yet that I do either. I'm still learning about things in life though. Yeah. Let's wrap this up, baby. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, Kayla, we have another iTunes review. This one's from Finland. Yeah. Wonderful podcast. Five stars by Mindy Joy E. Says, thank you, Caleb and Verlinda, for your wonderful podcast. I just love how you combine research with great values and deliver it to the listeners in such a down-to-earth way. Your show is a great way for me and my husband to discuss different aspects of our marriage, and we are truly blessed by it. Thank you so much, and lots of greetings from Finland. Hmm. So once again, Caleb, like they took it and they discuss it. and Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's really neat. We have uh, downloads in over 146 countries now. Really? I should say, actually, over 145 countries. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's so impressive. (laughs) Uh, So if you want to get involved in this awesome mission to help save marriages through our podcast and help other folks like Mindy that are listening, taking action and making things better, we'd like to ask you to contribute to our crowdfunding campaign. We do want to reach 5,000 marriages a week through the podcast, and we cannot do that without your help. And for even $5 a month, you can help us move towards making that a reality. Uh, To join, to contribute, please go to oif.link slash give. To learn more about how, how you can help us reach those marriages, once again, you can pull that up in your browser at oyf.link slash give. That's all for today's episode. If you want to review this question or share it with others, you can do that via our short link at oyf.link slash QA6. And we'd love to hear from you. Please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or, you know, you can even just email us. We like that too. Or snail mail. But, you know, if Canada Post goes on strike, that might be awkward. So, but leaving a review on iTunes helps to increase the visibility of our show. Can you put your earphones on properly? They're like Shrek ears or something. I was just enjoying your ad-libbing there. You were going wild, baby. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So just leave us a review on iTunes and we'll appreciate it. pitched right now. Thanks for leaving a review on (laughs) iTunes and we'll see you next week. If we're still married. Just turn it off. Thank you for listening to the OnlyYouForever.com podcast. Please help us reach and influence a wider audience by rating and reviewing our podcast at OnlyYouForever.com slash love. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.